The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. The first reading today says, Blow the trumpet in Zion, proclaim a fast, call an assembly. And so we gather together liturgically to start Lent together. And... If we can summarize the whole goal of Lent, it's summarized with these first few lines of the first reading today. Return to me with your whole heart. Not just part of your heart, your whole heart. And that's the battle right there. That's where all the Lenten resolutions need to resolve. It's about an opportunity for us to turn our hearts back to God and explore our hearts and see if there is anything in our hearts that is not focused on God, that is not pleasing to God. And we have a whole season to do that. We have these 40 days that are starting. We come up with, classically, we do the prayer, we do fasting, we do almsgiving as ways of purifying our hearts once again and turning our hearts back to God. Because everyone, to one degree or another, as we face the day-to-day struggles of this life, they go a little bit off course. Some people do a 180. And some of those people will be coming back to God during Lent. And we'll continue to pray for them. We'll pray for the conversion of sinners, especially the conversion of these sinners, right? Each one of us. And as St. Paul describes in the second reading today, ultimately, that's the whole reason he established his church. The reason our Lord established his church was for people to be reconciled to God. When Paul says, we implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. In his mind, that is his entire ministry as an apostle. And it's a ministry that continues through the bishops and through the priests, that ministry of reconciliation. And Lent as a penitential time is that time, too, where at some moment or another we seek that sacrament of reconciliation to help us to be reconciled to God. We do our own spiritual work to try and grow in that love for him, that holiness for him. And we also try to achieve that reconciliation. But we are also reminded in these 40 days of Lent that we have never been able to pull it off on our own. And that's why Lent is also a celebration of the degree to which God was willing to go, to which Christ was willing to go, so that we would be reconciled with him and reconciled with his Father, which we'll celebrate on Palm Sunday, we will celebrate in Holy Week. And it's, once again, returning to God with your whole heart. In the Gospel today, 
Our Lord talks about the three ways that we classically live out our Lent. We live out Lent through prayer, through fasting, and through almsgiving. And he reminds us that prayer is not just about multiplying the prayers that we do. It's like, okay, it's Lent, so I'm going to increase my rosary output by 6.23%. No, it doesn't work that way. As he talks about praying to your Heavenly Father in secret, why is it so important to pray to His Holy Father in secret? Because as he mentions, there's always that danger of it becoming purely external, purely for others. I'm attending the rosary because people are watching me. I'm praying the family rosary because if I don't show up at the family rosary, I'm going to get busted, right? Prayer is that moment where in the silence of our hearts, our Lord shows us any ways where we have turned away from him. And we all have our little attachments under the things. We all have our creature comforts. Unfortunately, some people have bigger things. Some people have smaller things. It's a lifelong process. But we count on the season of Lent to help us because the season of Lent helps us to sort of regather our forces, so to speak. And I sincerely believe that our Lenten resolutions, when we really use them to work on growing in holiness, our Lord gives us extra graces during this Lenten season in order to do that. That should be a springboard, not, okay, Lent is over, let the sweets begin, right? It is to help us see those things that our heart is attached to and to detach from those things so that we can reattach or attach to God. Almsgiving, which classically is considered about giving to the poor, but we already know that there is the famous anonymous donor. We don't know who he or she is. It's a fact that we are doing it for God. We're helping someone because we love the Lord that is in them. And there's so many other ways that we can live that almsgiving. It can be giving material help to the poor. It can be spiritual help to the poor, praying for the conversion of sinners, praying for all those people who are struggling right now because of the pandemic, spiritually and materially. It can be taking a fast from negative comments and criticisms. It can be breaking up those circles of gossip and clearing the name of somebody, setting the record straight, or trying to take the conversation in another direction. Because ultimately, we're trying to show our Lord how much we love him by showing him how much we love those that he loves. And that's what almsgiving all boils down to. And then lastly, that brings us to fasting. You know, it's really interesting that this year, if you think about it, when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. In a certain sense, our Lord is saying, never let them see you sweat, right? This year, instead of the ashes on the forehead that we're all used to, we're going to be sprinkling ashes on the head because of the, the COVID thing. And actually, there's a lot of countries that do that auto automatically already. So it's not like they invented this out of the blue because they're worried about COVID. But think about that. It's a beautiful testimony when we put those ashes on our head and we go out and give that testimony. And it's beautiful when we've done that for many years, when people say, okay, that's a Catholic or a Christian, because a lot of Christian denominations do Ash Wednesday. That's somebody who's entering into Lent and believes in our Lord. But it's really interesting. It occurred to me this morning, like when those ashes are sprinkled on the head and they're up there, we're going to sprinkle them up on the crown of your head. Well, who sees them then? God sees them then, right? And I was reminded exactly of this passage of the gospel today. So it's like today, it's like I'm still wearing the ashes, Lord. And it may not be as much public advertising as it is usually. But I know, and you know, with those symbol of those lashes on my head, 
You know that I'm entering into this extra period of penance and fasting so that I can return to you with my whole heart. Because one of the most important things that we need to keep up, because if we really adopt good Lenten resolutions, they stretch us a little bit spiritually. And then the charity gets involved, right? He talks about the fact, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, okay? I only discovered over the last year and a half that there's a word now called hangry. It's like angry with an H in front of it. And basically, it's, oh, that person is just angry because they're hungry. If they have something to eat, they'll calm down, right? Well, we didn't call it that, but I think for years, in the fasting and trying to really do those Lenten resolutions, especially in the area of fasting, we've been challenged by being hangry, right? We've had those moments. And part of not letting people see you sweat, even though we're really trying to stretch ourselves spiritually, is not slacking off on the charity when we're feeling our stomachs start to rumble. So we need to focus on that because that's a way where it reveals our hearts to us. And the most beautiful thing about these, the way our Lord describes it in the gospel today is the fact that when we try to do these things, not so much for what other people will think or perceive, but for him, that's that much more pleasing to God because that's where the focus needs to be. And that really is returning to God with our whole heart. So as we continue this celebration of the Eucharist, as we begin this season of Lent, let's ask our Lord over these next few days to reveal to us in our hearts anything in our hearts that is not focused on him. And let's ask him to help us to adopt those good resolutions so that we can make progress during this Lenten season to return to him with all our heart. In every generation, the Lord has offered the opportunity of repentance to any who are willing to turn to him. Let us ask in faith... Lord Jesus, in you dry bones are raised to life. Renew all those whose lives have grown dry with sin. We pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, in you parched hearts find living water. Refresh all those whose spirits are parched from lack of prayer. We pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, in you the hungry feed upon the word of life. Nourish all those who have fed on words alien to the gospel. We pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, in you sinners are reconciled to God. Restore all those who have weakened or broken their bonds with you. We pray to the Lord. Lord Jesus, we pray for all those who are starring Lent, that this may truly be a fruitful time where they return to you with all their heart. We pray to the Lord. We pray for those who have died. Eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this season, this opportunity to draw closer to you. Humbly hear our petitions, which we ask in Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We'll now be doing the blessing of the ashes. The only difference this year is instead of saying the prayer over everyone individually as we're giving out the ashes, Um, I'm going to say the prayer once, and then Father Peter and I will line up, and you can come up for ashes. You can kneel if you wish, or if you want to stand. Just ask that you bow down your head a little bit, because we put the ashes on the crown of your head.